0: Yeah.
1: For FACT Academy, the time suck was making the curriculum. Okay. That was an absolutely massive, massive project. I mean, yeah. I just, sometimes it hurts my brain to even think about the time that was spent on that. But-
2: okay, we are recording, and today I have on Adriana Jerez. She started FACT Training Academy. It's a dog training academy that offers a number of courses, for people getting into dog training and she also has a youtube channel of the same name where she lets people in on the secrets to training dogs so thank you adriana for coming on today
1: yeah thank you so much
2: definitely um so we're just going to talk a little bit about uh, dog training and then a lot about how you got started with this business so the first question i'm just wondering uh how did you get started in dog training and was this you always knew you wanted to do it, or what did you do professionally before you got into dog training?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I always know I wanted to be a dog trainer? Absolutely not. I, okay. I've been a little bit of a, a Jill, Jill of all trades, right? Yeah. A really? version of a do- Jack of all trades. Yes. Um, mostly, I've just been really, when I get into something, I get really into it. So yeah. I, I just like to really explore it. And I think my story is probably really common to a lot of dog trainers. I got this dog mm-hmm. and she was like the best dog ever. And I was like, I'm going to be a dog trainer. And <laughs> I thought with this one dog. I was like, I can already do all of this. So why not just get certified? I'm glad yeah. I did get certified because I didn't know anything. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. that's how I got started. And before that, I don't know if you can see, I have a, a, a periodic table.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: yeah, I was studying <laughs> chemistry. And also love that. <coughs> really happy um, doing that. And then I just was—I don't know—finished my dog training course and yeah. decided, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. And it was awesome. Like I haven't looked back.
2: Oh wow! Chemist to dog train. Wait, so what were you trying to do in chemistry? That's interesting. That's
1: a that's a great question. I think the problem was. I think the reason I no longer do chemistry is because I didn't really have a plan of what to do with chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Like I I just sort of fell in love with the subject itself. And decided, like you know what, yeah, I'm gonna study chemistry. At some point, when I was like a semester away from graduating, I suddenly realized I really can't see me doing anything in this field. Oh, wow! So that, and so, I actually didn't even graduate. Um, I I never finished. <laughs> I, well, since this isn't going anywhere, I will just quit. So I, I went went to dog training. So
2: a semester before, and so was this was this. Was this after you did the dog training course and you're like, I'm just going to go explore yeah. this.
1: Yeah. I have sort of done the dog training course and I was thinking it would be like a hobby. So I really, I like, um, I get, like I said, I get really into subjects. So same thing happened with physics. So for me, my hobby for a while was I'm going to watch physics videos online. And, so yeah. sort of <laughs> and same thing. I was supposed to be going to school for history. And then I was like, Oh, Oh, I love chemistry. I'm just going to be a chemistry major. Oh, wow. Yeah, so same thing. I yeah. just, like, I was in school. I was like, oh, I really like dog training. I'm going to just take this course. And so it kind of lined up well that by the time I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have spent all this time in a field where I, I can't really see myself going anywhere. Doing anymore.
0: anything,
1: yeah. Yeah, so it just worked out well. I happened to have my certification, and I and I had a mentor in my area who I had already been working with, just mostly learning from her. Okay. And, he and I... Hit it off, and she was like, "Yeah, come work for me." So just worked like that.
2: Oh wow, okay. So you had a mentor. She was just doing the in-person training and had mm-hmm. clients that you could like augment her exactly, yeah, training business with. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And
1: to sense. be honest, I, I worked with her, and then while I was working with her, I was also trying to open up my own dog training business, which was Loving Paws, right? So before yes. I turned into Fact Academy, I started off just on my own with a business called Loving Paws Dog Training.
2: And so Loving Paws, that was when you started your first YouTube channel, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Okay, okay. Well, we can, I guess, take take that as a jumping point into the online thing. So you started with Loving Paws. How did you decide to start a YouTube channel, and then how did that morph and do what it is now, Fact Academy?
1: So I knew from the beginning that I was not interested in – a long-term plan of offering services yeah. that was really important to me. So when I look at my, you know, when I started realizing this thing about chemistry, and I was like, I don't know that I want to go work in chemistry. Uh, I decided that when I when I do decide to do something, I got to make sure that it meet, it matches up with a long-term plan. Yeah. So part of my goals and part of my vision is all, always includes like my lifestyle design, like what kind of life do I want to lead, and so. Throughout, like when I, uh, I think in my senior year of high school or right after I graduated, I started learning a little bit about passive income. Yeah. And so I took one little online course and I have a bunch of people that I just read up a lot about and I started yeah. to know a little bit about entrepreneurship. And even, even when I had just had graduated from high school, I, I sort of dabbled in trying to open some passive income businesses. And so, um, through Loving Paws, I was really focused more on how can I turn dog training into at least partially a passive income business. Yeah, so For me creating content was my preferred way to do that. I mean, there, there are so many ways and I've, I've tried a bunch of ways for passive income. <laughs> I Really like creating content. Okay. Uh, so I thought if I can provide value through YouTube videos, then I can build up an audience through there. So I've, I've also used my YouTube channel to um, get people onto my mailing list using like the, the cards and the end screens. And I've used it to link to some of my free courses that I offer also to get people on my mailing list. Yeah. So I just thought that would be a really good platform since I don't mind being in front of a camera and I like explaining things. I thought that would be perfect.
2: Huh. Okay. So you, yeah, those are good reasons to like content. What were some of them? I'm kind of interested because in I, I figured since you did dog training, you found out about things after Mm-mm. and then you were like, Oh, I'll apply to dog training. What did you try passive income before content. That's so interesting. Yeah, These stories are always great. That's why I ask
1: <laughs> so here's So the very first thing, I, I'm pretty sure this one was I was still in high school. Okay. The first thing was, no, no. I think I was I just graduated or something. I think the first one was like, I was going to create a course on, I think it was on keeping chickens. Yes. For kids. Yes. I was like, I'm going to okay. create a chicken keeping yeah. handbook because yeah. we, were, we, had, we like lived in the suburbs, but it turned out that in our zone, we could keep chickens, which is yeah. like totally bizarre. <laughs> we were living in but we were like, let's do it. This is awesome. Yeah. And so we got part of this group called like backyard hens or packyard chickens.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I'm going to turn this into a business. So I got on Weebly and yeah. I was like, I'm going to make my own website. Yeah. And I, I had no idea what I was doing, but that was like my very, very first attempt. Yeah. And then I took this course, um, and then I think I had a couple of like I have this idea for a product, and I made so many websites with like zero products.
2: What can you give me one example of a product, like that you're making? This is so yeah,
1: cool. so yeah, so one, so I, I'm just so embarrassed actually.
2: <laughs> Every, everyone's. I don't think stories are always embarrassing. <laughs>
1: So <laughs> I was really, I was late into the smartphone game, okay. okay? So I was on like my dinosaur phone for a really long time, like texting where you press each number like four times to get to yes. the right yeah. Okay, so finally I moved up. Uh, everyone at this point has <sighs> iPhones, okay? And I moved up to a slider phone so it slides open and you oh, have yeah. the keyboard, and I'm like, right. this is smart. Like, yeah. this is a really good idea. So then I got like a real smartphone with just the screen. Mm-hmm. And it infuriated me that I couldn't feel the buttons. Yeah. yeah. The click. So I yeah. just assumed that everyone was equally furious. Turned out to be the case.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so
1: I was like, I'm just gonna design this like touch sensitive little silicone thing with buttons so that you can feel and it matches up perfectly with your yeah. keyboard so that you can feel the, yeah. the keys as you press them. And if this turns out to be a really good idea. Somebody better credit. Somebody me. better at least give you like yeah. a
2: royalty or something. Yeah, so you're something. talking about like you're talking about like plug a smartphone into a keyboard.
1: No, 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 no. This is like I'm gonna show you. Yeah. So say this is your phone. Yeah. The Screen is kind of dirty. Don't look at it. I just came yeah. back with dogs and it's like dog drooly. Oh okay. good. So um, this is your phone. It would be like a little silicone screen that you can just flip over, and the bottom edge is your keyboard, so you can. Feel oh,
2: so it'd be like the old school ones. Yeah. and yes. you Feel the same. Yes. Exactly. That is. Hilarious, I bet there are other people that really want that. Um,
1: Right, I was actually really shocked at the time when people were like, who's gonna buy that? I was like, everyone, everyone's gonna buy this. (laughs) There's no one.
2: That's interesting because that seems like a really hard thing to prototype.
1: Yeah, that was my problem is like, this is what happened, I have a a cousin who's, actually this doesn't even make sense. I have a cousin who studied um, computer science and, and programming and for some reason I was like perfect he'll just help me he'll do it yeah <laughs> I'm like I'll do you must do know
2: everything thing. about making the physical parts of a tech product yeah
1: I know I'm sure. kind of so embarrassed to share it because in the yeah. end like, this is not a good idea
2: yeah no like I think everyone I mean I've done some horrible stuff I think the first website I ever owned was like birdshopper.com it was bird like shopper? selling selling bird feeders and bird baths yeah. so Awesome. I feel like you've gone to above and beyond telling us about your. I had to add something there. Yeah, it was pretty bad, pretty embarrassing. Um, <laughs> pretty bad. Um, so, so luckily you have found success. Uh, you you tried a bunch of different things. You started uh, your first website, and then you moved from Living Pause to Fact Academy. So I was actually like, I knew you must have had some serious scheming going on with business stuff because you guys have an extremely professional setup. Uh, on Teachable with your different courses, like, how did you get to the point where you knew how to do that? Because I was pretty impressed.
1: Um, so I'll try to see. A lot of this happens like trial and error. Yeah. So with Loving pause um, that website, like, still when I even right now when I go to it, it's just not as good as the Fact Academy website, which I also built. So I built both of those websites. Oh I'm wow. Sure that the next website I will, will nice. be even. I'll look back and be like, oh, Fact Academy stinks. <laughs> Really, I got on WordPress and WordPress was the first time I, I'm sorry, Loving Pause was the first time I did something on WordPress, Uh which that's like, you need to go to WordPress. If you're going to try to build your own website, that's what I think. It's like, don't, don't spend too much time with the other ones because if you're really going to go somewhere, you're going to switch to WordPress eventually. Or I'm sure, or you're going to hire somebody to design it for you. Do it yourself. So the functionality of WordPress was something that I really wanted to do, and so that was loving pause helped me learn how to do WordPress. For mm-hmm. example, right. So that was like I tried this business, I learned a lot through doing that, and then I moved on. And actually, with loving pause, so I started um, really thinking about okay, I I have to I have to be making money, right? So I have to be offering yeah. services right now. Yeah. You know, starting out, mm-hmm. but eventually I want to move to content creation that also, yeah. so like one way to do that is YouTube monetization, which is not super lucrative unless you're like really hardcore. And to be honest, I don't, I don't know too much about that. So I don't.
2: So for, for that, for the people not watching by YouTube monetization, you mean when YouTube just gives you money for ads that they're yeah. showing on your yeah. channel, right? Exactly. So like, what did you figure out was better than just putting things up on YouTube and waiting for them to send you a check?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 not, I'm definitely not complaining about the little side income that comes in through that. You know, so that's no, it's,
2: it's horrible. Like I'll complain for you about it. It's clear okay. off. But what do you do it instead? Is, right? You so use instead, it I to made, bring traffic, um, right?
1: Yeah. So I made yeah. two online courses through Loving Paws. Still with my little GoPro, and yeah. um, you know what I used as my first lapel mic was I cut off the I cut off the earbud.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. That's resourceful. I just
1: paper clipped it to the inside of my shirt. I was like, this is fine. Uh, So I made two online courses about puppy. One was about puppy training and one was about puppy care and management. And so that was where, so I started looking at where can I host an online course? And the online course idea, um, I think that may have come from Pat Flynn, who has a lot of information about entrepreneurship. I was all the time listening to his, as soon as I was like, I'm going into business, I was like, Pat Flynn and and Pat Flynn, like listening to their podcast and trying to stay pumped because it's a long and not an easy road. So I was trying to stay motivated. And I think at some point they talked about how content is essentially, uh, free after you create it. Right. So I don't have to invest much money in continually selling this content. So unlike if you're selling a product, right, you have to have your inventory and, or, or you can also find dropshippers of course, but you have to invest a lot more money in the product continually. Whereas once you create the content, it's done yeah. and you can sell that forever. So I made these yeah. two online courses um, and and I actually, that was how other people in my, I have a network of dog trainers that we're all yeah. friends and we all know each other.
0: Yeah.
1: And that was how I started saying like, Hey guys, look at this, look at this. And I featured a couple of them in one of my courses. Yeah. And so that was where I think I actually started um, letting other trainers in my area know like, Hey, we can do more online. Yeah. And that was, I think that's why when this group of women were like, we need to create an Academy to certify dog trainers. They were like, Adriana, can you do this? Because they (sighs) knew that I had these online courses and they knew that I had the YouTube thing and like my limited video editing skills.
2: Yeah. 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 So that's like actually leads to something I wanted to ask you again. Like most people, it takes a while for them to get to the point you're at. Um, which you know, we'll link some of the technology you're using. You recommended WordPress. You're using Teachable yeah. to host your courses. Yeah, really awesome. So you don't you don't have any marketer that's working with you as a, just a marketer or an editor. You're doing all this yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely, it's in the works. Like, <clears throat> I, I, we want to hire yeah. at some point. Yeah. But right, right now, it's us. <clears throat> and in particular, I think my my biggest contribution to Fact Academy has, in a large part, been the the tech side of things and, you know, building up the blog and, and getting people to guest post on the blog and the YouTube channel and things like that.
2: Yeah. So that's kind of interesting because I kind of feel like, um, like, you know, to everyone on the surface here, you're, you're a dog trainer, but you are doing potentially more on the tech side because you're working with all these non-tech dog trainers. I would think then maybe on some days probably more than dog training.
0: Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. <clears throat>
2: So like, wouldn't you recommend to people that they start, you know, maybe understanding some of these technologies just regardless of the field they're in, because it seems like that's a big part of your job right now.
1: Yeah, I would definitely. I mean, I, to be honest, it doesn't make sense to me not to start to get into some of this online stuff. There's obviously, I think we can say without a shadow of a doubt, there's obviously a huge online market Mm -hmm. and I, I'm not a, I don't know about this stuff in particular, but I don't see a future where it's not going to grow even more. Yeah. So even just like, just as an example, even the loving pause is not really offering services anymore. Right. Like loving pause is kind of, it's, it's done, it's gone, but even um, offering services through loving pause, my clients were so excited about the fact that I didn't leave them written homework. I I gave them access to my online courses and I said, you're going to watch. Oh yeah. um, And they were like, You know, they were like, I feel, you know, only one actually said this. So one of them was like, I just feel like you're a celebrity when you walk in here because I've been watching your videos all day long. (laughs) You know, so I don't know. They they do like that. And especially with (laughs) a skill like dog training, I mean, it really is, you got to get the mechanics down and it's not intuitive. Um, It's a different species. You know, it's not unusual that people struggle with that. But I have just found that providing value to your customers, even if you're offering a service, It is worth it to like invest time, hire somebody if you need to hire someone and make some online content, Mm -hmm. Um, especially videos. I mean, I think videos are so great. I love videos. Most people love watching videos. I also like reading, you know, but I I know most of my clients really would prefer to watch me do it rather than read a lengthy explanation about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would have think for dog training too, it seems like it'd be hard to even picture some of the stuff just reading.
1: Yeah, it. it really is.
2: But, hmm. So, I mean, with, with learning all this tech stuff and getting into, I guess, your own production, don't you feel like, I mean, first, it's, I, don't, I don't know your experience, but I think for most people, it's kind of gratifying because you work through a problem and then you've built something on your own. But then also, don't you feel like you're in a way better position to scale your business because you know like how to hire people, who to hire, like what you need done?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think that's a huge, every failed project that I've had, like I really don't feel bad about the the quote unquote failure because I learned so much. And so I definitely do feel that when, you know, I do sometimes hire people, especially for graphics. So I spent a lot of time and pain learning how to make vector graphics um, to make some simple graphics. So now I have, I have the vocabulary. I know how to ask for source files. From the people that I hire now to do the graphics for us. So, you know, I definitely think it helps to know about the parts of production as much as you can so that when you hire someone, you know what you're talking about, you know what you need to ask for, yeah. um, and actually communicate effectively and understand what goes into their process too. So, a lot of times I, I also do a little bit of video editing for other companies, and sometimes they, they're not really aware of. Yeah what goes into editing and what goes into, you know, they don't understand how these things all layer in. So I definitely think it'll help, especially in the future as we get bigger.
2: Yeah, no, I I definitely think so. I think one of the things that's really cool that people seem to not, I don't know, know about or care about is like, now you're in a position where if you decide you don't like dog training, you can go consult for, you know, converting small businesses online. And it's like, you have this whole other career you can, you can pretty much do now.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, even look, I make I it money doing it <laughs> I mean, very important. And, and I don't mean to come off as just like, I'm only in it for the money, which if I know that some people aren't, and to be honest, I don't blame them. They've got a lifestyle they want to leave and that's fine. But for me, a lot of it is like, what am I passionate about? And so to have that freedom and know that whatever I get interested in the future, like I'm young, I'm not going to always just do this one thing. It's like done. My yeah. whole life set. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I decide to do. Like, I, I really feel confident that if I get really into this other avenue of um, information and learning, I can turn that into something profitable, which is, it's just gives me a lot of freedom, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, I think that's like the, that's like the biggest thing I, I try to get across in this channel is that like, it's learning, learning how to develop options for yourself is I think one of the biggest ways to get rid of that. You like learned helplessness people have sometimes yeah. that keeps them. You know stagnated wherever they're at, like hoping they can do something instead of just going for it. And it's like now you have that freedom where you, you have all these options because of this. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, and every skill so cool. that you
1: learn, like at least what I've experienced, everything that you learn, especially if you just share it, it's not like I'm out there advertising to everyone what I know how to do. But I, the first couple of videos I made, I sent it to my friends, like, guys, look what I made. <laughs> cool. Like yeah. grow up when I see it now, but I was proud and I made it. Um, all those, all those little things that you do, it opens all kinds of doors. So, you know, I met now I'm doing a lot more video editing for other companies. Did I plan on doing that? No, Yeah. We, we were making promotional videos now. And so, you know, I could definitely, if I wanted to, I could definitely just say, you know what, I'm going to open up, I'm going to like seriously set up this company for video production and editing. I really feel like I could do that. So I I totally get what you're saying. It's like you really have options. There is no learned helplessness. If I want to do something, I feel really confident that I can just do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That, that is awesome. And I like the part about how you were you've been thinking about it's, it's interesting. The thing I really like talking about people like yourself is that it seems like everyone who on the surface is just like, Oh, I'm a dog trainer and we decided to put this online. It's like, everyone you talk to has been thinking about what they want to do and tried so many things to get to the point yeah. where they find some success. Yeah. And, uh, it's weird. It's like people, it's like, it's almost like not polite conversation for people to be like, this is, I really want to like create my own thing. Like I've actually been scheming on this for quite a while. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah.
2: It's for some reason, like not, I don't know, people don't talk about it, but many, many people have a desire to do something like what you're doing. So I really appreciate you sharing this.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, the, the Shia LaBeouf thing, the video, that, says, oh. do it, that one, to yeah. be honest, a lot of people thought it was a total joke, and I get that, but to be honest, like, seriously, just do it. If you want to do something, just do it. Like, they're literally, I mean, of course, there are days that I wake up, and I'm like, oh, maybe I just won't make a video today. And then I just tell myself, like, you know what, just set up the camera, just do it. If it yeah. sucks, you don't, have to, you don't have to do it, you know what I mean? You don't have to publish it. So I think a big part is just telling yourself, no, I am gonna do this today, and if it's terrible, it's fine. I can trash it, but I'm just gonna do this today. So yeah, even just yeah. taking like little tiny steps every day, I think I, I think that a lot. Well, I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent sure why a lot more people aren't doing this. Yeah. But I know that a lot of people think about it and they sort of uh, go back and forth. But I really think. Just do it and, and don't, and refuse to, to give up. You know what I mean? Just if you really feel like you're putting value out there, keep putting value out there. Like my YouTube channel had I don't know, 100 subscribers for like a year. And then all of a sudden it's got 7,000 something. You know what I mean? So yeah, that there's kind of kind of tiny little sad channel, but I really felt like I was doing something. So I, I just decided to keep doing it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. That's, that's really exciting. Getting serious traction uh, on yeah. YouTube. That's super cool. Um, let's see. I had a bunch of questions right now. Let me see if there's any good ones. Well, you said in the beginning that you actually used a couple of resources. Like, I know you mentioned podcasts you listening to, but you said there was a course you took. What kind of courses do you think are worthwhile? And if there's any specifically you can mention them, if not, like, in general. Yeah, gonna,
1: I will mention the course I took. I So, it, this this course isn't really where I ended up going, the direction. Okay. but. It was so valuable for a couple of reasons. So the course was Drop, step, drop Ship Lifestyle okay. by Anton, I think it's crazy. Okay. I think that's how you say it. Um, and I got into it because, again, I'm like sharing with all my friends all the time. Look at this website I made. Yeah. And so this one guy was like, oh, that's cool. You know, the, the way my family lives is that I, am, uh, I do drop shipping. I never heard about drop shipping. Um, we met in Nicaragua and he was there with his wife and um, I think it was at the time three kids. There's a the fourth one now. And they were totally living off of this almost 100% passive income. I think it, I think he had to like put in orders a couple times a week. Oh, wow. And that was it. Yeah. Like that was his life. So I was like, yeah. that is exactly what I want to do. Like, yeah. That's my goal. So he introduced me to this guy, and at the time, this course was smaller and a lot more affordable. Now I think it's gotten a lot bigger, um, and it's all about just, like, e-commerce. So yeah. I learned about Shopify. I learned about um, create about how to find products. I, I had to, like, I was so nervous at this point. I had to, like, cold call these manufacturers. I was like, hi, I'm Adriana. I'm the owner of... I'm going to write that down. Yeah. So that was my other failed product, also somewhat embarrassing. Nightspace. like he talked about picking a niche. Yeah. A niche. I don't know what, yeah. what, what version of that word you use. It's a big part of his thing. His, um, the, the program that he teaches is really about choose something that will be profitable, a product. Yeah. yeah. And then you will become interested as you learn more about it. Yeah. That didn't happen for me. I'm gonna be honest. I was not interested <laughs> in the product. Yeah those at all. But I learned so much about like product selection, how to price products, how to advertise and, and the, you know, probably these aren't even as relevant anymore. And I'm sure he's updating the course, but like getting introduced to AdWords and getting introduced to like Amazon marketing and getting introduced to all these different things and this whole thing of like passive income. And, you know, I figured out what I like and what I don't like. So that was, that course was awesome. It didn't yeah. end up working for me in that particular format. Yeah. But actually, just his online course, especially at the time that I did it, uh, I guess it was four years ago or something. It was just this. I swear it must have been with his webcam. Just this guy on a webcam doing like a screen share. Like, so what do you get? What do you guys are gonna do now is blah blah blah. And it was huge. I mean, I had <laughs> a huge like forum, yeah. of, like hundreds and hundreds of people who were like really active and has oh, wow. changed my life. So when I Started thinking about making an online course, mm-hmm. I just felt like if this dude just made this course with like a webcam. I'm sorry if he hears this and actually <laughs> I don't know, maybe it was super yeah, yeah. Nice, but it just seemed so easy. Yeah. Like such a simple thing. Just yeah. sit in front of a camera and talk about what you want to talk about and show it and you're done. Yeah. There was very minimal editing. So, so that also that was another thing that was super important about that course is like, I got to see what an online course looks like. Content is king. So yeah. his content rocked Yeah, and that was why his course was successful. So yeah. that was another reason it was really inspirational to me.
2: That's awesome. No, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy when people, I, I think that's one of the things people are not used to seeing is that if you can create value because of the, how important the content you have to share is, it doesn't matter that much the format. It doesn't have to look like a professional oh God, company yeah. putting stuff out. For sure. I mean, I had a buddy the other day, huge YouTuber who was telling me some. This guy had YouTube videos where he had like thousands, like 20,000 views on each video. He didn't even realize how to turn the iPhone. So like he had blacked out (laughs) half the screen, but like his content was so good that he was just blowing up. Uh,
1: Well, okay. So it's, it cracks me up. The very first video I ever made was like, I basically just started with like people's biggest issue, which is, their dogs jumping on them. That's like the, that's the number one complaint. So yes. I was like, let me just start with this video on the GoPro. Right? No lighting It's just like the little the little iPod headphone things. That video has over three hundred thousand views. Oh my well. god! Yeah, and all my other ones have yes. like ooh a thousand, cool ooh two thousand. This one, yes. some of them have like fifty views. That video is like the ugliest video I've ever made. Yeah. And it was way, way more popular than any of my newer videos that are like on nicer, ni- much nicer quality, nicer sound recording. So, yeah. I mean, really, I always tell people like, they're like, oh, but I don't have a camera. Yet. I'm like, guys, nobody cares. Yeah. About yeah. really, like people don't really care about that. If you give good content. Yeah. That's what they want. So, yeah.
2: No, it is. It's, it's really, it's hard. It's a big mental shift. Yeah. Just what are your, what are the people out there want, want to see? Um, and you've clearly hit it. So that's, it's working.
1: At least I'm on one video.
2: <sighs> yeah. No, I love that though. Cause it's like, you're, it's like, uh, you got all these people like yourself. You guys are like superheroes. People think you're like a dog trainer, but you're like this closet, like super on, I mean like realistically, like compared to people who have just worked a couple jobs, like, uh, you know, like, uh, you probably know more about business than like so many people who are, you know, business people. And, uh, Or at least uh,
1: about about more components. It's self taught. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I'm not, as I told you, I I quit college a semester away from graduating. I, you know, people are like, I'm sorry. I don't feel bad about it at all. There is so much information available online. I don't actually understand why we pay for a lot of what we pay for. I'm not saying that I don't want people to get your, but like, get an online course that is exactly what you want to learn. Yeah, you know what I mean and so I just feel like if you know that you're interested in something There's a lot of free information. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel sad about It's not like I was like well, I'm done learning. No, not at all. I'm just learning what I want to learn right now So that yeah, I think it's awesome
2: Yeah, no, I, I mean I, I totally agree Like if you took the average cost of college and you had someone that was mm-hmm. gonna apply themselves and just bought a few online courses It's like
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: It's insane. Um, let's see so Is there anything like you personally, I mean, I don't know enough about your background and know like, you know, temperament, things like that to help people as an entrepreneur. Like, what do you think has been the number one thing that has helped you uh, to succeed? Maybe just like part of how you were raised, who you are, whatever you think.
1: Oh, that's a good question. Well, I actually think one of my like, I think one of my character flaws may have helped me. One of my character (laughs) flaws is that I told you I get really into things. Okay. Um so I think that's something that I don't is that think a that-
0: flaw? <laughs> I like that's a good well, thing. well,
1: Because the other side is like then I drop them. 'em. I'm like, oh uh, okay. and
0: yeah.
1: I just drop it and I totally quit. So like the you know, my family was not super surprised when I was like, Well, I'm done with college. They're like, Yeah. Yeah, sure. I was like, typical Adriana, there she goes again. Yep. Um so that's the flaws that I'm like when I when I see something that I'm interested, I'll just drop mm-hmm. whatever else is going on. So I I guess there's a, the advantages I will go. All out, and I'm just super interested. So I'm genuinely curious, and like I want to spend time on that. But I, I think when I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this dog training thing. I I don't know how much I slept for like months. You know what I mean? I was just like, up, and I was just like, furiously like WordPress. How do I do this? HTML. What do I do now? And that's um, amazing. And so I just got really into it. So that's something that I think is. It's not something that is like I should be proud of because I didn't choose it. That's just like my genetics. That's yeah. pretty much what I've been since day one. Yeah. But the stuff that I think having a support network has really helped me be a little bit more stable. And so, for example, the YouTube channel, right? I was pretty bummed out when I wasn't an instant star. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to be like, yeah, sure, YouTube. I'll just get on there and be super famous. Yeah. Um, I knew it wasn't going to happen that way. But you know, I didn't get any money from YouTube. <laughs> why? You're just like, this is a
2: waste. Yeah. <laughs> Does I was anyone like, do this? Well,
1: this was this was a bust. And you know, my, my videos had like ten views. I'm like, Oh, uh, you have yeah. twenty views. And I was like, Why you know, why would I? So really what sort of helped me is that I've got a great like my family is pretty, is supportive, my fiance is really stable and he'll yeah. just tell me, like, why don't we talk about this tomorrow? You know, I can't tell you <laughs>
2: Don't worry about it, yeah.
1: I'm feeling a little intense right now. Why don't we just, let's yeah. just think about it a little more. So I think it has really helped to have some other people around my life who who balance out my flaw slash skill or whatever. Strength
2: slash flaw. Yeah, my,
1: yeah. my strength. So just having yeah. different types of people around mm-hmm. me, I think, has helped. Just to keep me, like, steady. Like, no, you know what? I'm going to make this work. Yes, it wasn't. It didn't happen this month. And, um, maybe I'm struggling a little bit right now, but just saying, I, I will not stop making this try. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure that that is the main reason why this business has succeeded where the others haven't.
2: Why? What, what specifically?
1: Just, just not, I think I just made the decision. I will make this work.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I felt passionate about what it was and I, I still feel really passionate about what it is is. I want to help dogs. Um, It fits perfectly into my lifestyle design. And so I just had to make the decision. I will not give up on this. Like I will just keep going. Even when it feels like it's not going anywhere, I will continue to make good content. I will continue to put myself out there. So just refusing to say, uh, it didn't work, which is, it's easy to say that and just go back to like, I'm just going to go work again. Um, and go back to my normal job.
2: So the the thing about that though, is how do you, like, I know you might not have the perfect answer. This is a hard one. How do you, when you're trying these different things, yes. know when you're like, you know what, this kind of makes sense for my life. I'm not giving up on this. Like I've made the decision to do this.
1: Oh, I mean, it's a good question because you're right. It's a hard one because I'm saying that. And yet I just folded loving paws a little while ago. Right. I, I think it was, how do I answer this? So I think it was, I, I saw potential um, in something I tried it and without putting that much effort, I started seeing some success. So yep. I'm not saying like just stick to a crappy idea.
2: Well, right? okay. What was the difference then? Cause okay. If this one you saw some yeah. success up front with the other ones, was it like a grind from the start and it just was not getting any traction?
1: Kind of. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Kind of a grind. And you know what, since I wasn't super passionate about the, the, like, for example, when I did the drop shipping thing, like I said, I, I didn't really care about the product. Yeah. And I just couldn't get into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was just like, I just didn't feel like something that I was invested in. Yeah. Whereas for dog training, um, I think you're working with like living beings and I really see all the time, you know, working one-on-one, I see all the time that I'm helping dogs live happier lives and I'm helping their owners live happier lives with their dogs. Yeah. So that's really important to me. Um, Education is really important. So I, I think the difference is that I'm really I decided to say, "What do I like?" and let me make that work. Does that make sense? It totally Instead does. Of yeah. Just saying, well, uh, I want to live this way one day, so let me just find a product or you know what I mean. I, I know it makes sense. Just like
2: blindly try to make it work.
1: Yeah, no, that makes me sound terrible in the past. No,
2: not, no, no, no. I mean that's how most people are. Like I said, I think people just don't talk about it. Like everyone needs money, and it's better to do it in a way that's efficient. So what? So. Well, you said, you said you had some initial success. What was like that initial success that you were like, oh, this is starting well?
1: I think it was mostly when I made my online courses okay. and I didn't get tons. I, I still haven't gotten tons of sales, but I've gotten some sales. And so for me, I was like, uh, oh, yeah. yeah," because I've literally just been sitting here and every couple of months or every month, I get a few sales in. Yeah. And that's a nice little bit of side income. You know what I mean? Like it's nice... Yeah. That it makes me real. It made me realize like, holy cow. Like I literally have just been sitting here. I haven't even touched it for months and I'm still making money from it. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the YouTube, you know, it's again, it's not a super great money income thing, but it is very inspiring to like month after month still making money off of this video that I made like over a year ago. And yeah, it's just, still, it's just like it's really motivating to see that passive income working. Yeah. Does that answer your question?
2: No, yeah, it definitely does. It definitely does. I mean, especially the part where you said it just kind of from the beginning there was some like an indication because I have heard that people say, you know, things that start well really go well and and things yeah. that aren't aren't going to go well usually, you know, there's you some know. always some issues. Yeah. So that's that's uh yeah, totally. Um so I had oh, I have one more specific question and then one yeah. general one. So, so the specific one is you said there was a time where you were like just I'm gonna do this. I'm working on this WordPress all the time. You said you're even looking up, you know, some of the HTML. Like, if you had to give a period of time where you're working very hard on setting this up, mm-hmm. what what do you think would be like the average time per day? And then like, you know, yeah. how long did that last where you were doing that much work average on your on Fact Academy?
1: Right. Okay. So I'll give you the answer for Fact Academy rather than so like loving positive when I started learning about WordPress, but. Uh, You know, at the same, I was still, I'm still, I still take clients. I like still working with people. So it's not that I do this all day, every day, but there were times when I'm just sitting down and that's all I can do. You know what I mean? I've got, I've got, I've just got hours and hours and I just, there's, there's no end in sight. And it took months to be honest. If I had to give Uh, you a I don't really have a very consistent schedule. So it's hard for me. Like I, like I said, I sort of work in spurts. So maybe one week I spend like, I don't know, 20 hours in the week and i'm just like every spare moment i got i'm like yeah i'm gonna work on this and then i and then i spent all of all of the weekend, yeah. you know and then i might have a week where i'm just like i just can't today yeah. um, and right now we're still sort of in the setup phase i would say because we're still building up our content library mm-hmm. um i i want get to the point where i've got all the content that i'm going to have for a year Okay. which I'm close but I'm yeah. still working on it and honestly I'm super excited right now because I'm, I'm <laughs> my dogs to do all kinds of things so I'll probably, yeah. I'll probably build up our, our content library way beyond what my goal is yeah. um, but then there's the blogs too and so I'm setting up those posts and having posts ready to, to okay. post regularly um, is also part of the setup and so that part is still going on and I do probably try to spend um, at least an hour a day on it which actually isn't that much, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You, get, you get good benefits, and then maybe I'll spend yeah. a couple of hours on the weekend filming. Um, okay. But I can film, you know, I can film maybe up to seven videos in one weekend, which means seven weeks of content. Oh, so yeah, content. Because right now I'm just doing once a week. I may end up bumping okay. that up if I if I have so many videos. But
2: wow. That's so really a that's.
1: answer. I'm sorry.
2: No, that's no, that's pretty reasonable. I mean, it sounds like at the peak there were some there was there'll be interspersed weeks where you'd be like twenty hours a week, which is like yeah. a part time job. Yeah. And then you know now it's more reasonable. It fits around your schedule. So. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: I mean to be honest, I really can't complain, right? Because I'm, I'm working really hard. Maybe at the beginning of Loving Pause, when I had just quit college and I didn't, you know, I had some money saved up, and I was like, I'm just doing this. Yeah. I probably worked more, maybe even more than a forty hour work week. Yeah. But again, like because I was just so. Into it. Yeah. It's so interesting. So I probably spent a lot of upfront time learning about how to do some of these things.
2: Yeah. Well, I think, to be fair, I think, you know, when you're learning a lot of the technical stuff, like, sure, you can do technical stuff and then write and whatever and stack it and work a pretty huge week. But when you're trying to do creative work, like with the curriculum, that's very difficult to force. You're not going to sit down no. and do a, a 60 hour week trying to think like how to translate like dog training manuals and written things into videos. No,
1: impossible. Yeah. yeah. That would have been really challenging.
2: <clears throat> you can't force that. Um,
1: I think Tim Ferris says something like you really can't do more. I think he says like max is four hours of creative work a day. <laughs> and that's like on a good day for me, at least that's like on a good day. I can't, I can't pound out that much creative work. I can do a lot of the like tedious, like let me just edit this blog post
2: mm-hmm. type of
1: stuff, but I can't do tons of like, creating content.
2: Yes. Yeah. That seems like it would take a lot of brain power.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so we've been going for a while. I really appreciate your time. It's been awesome. Yeah, no problem. Uh, is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have?
1: I think like I just, uh, I'm re- I recently had this, I think it's an epiphany for myself anyway okay um, and this sort of happened at the time that I was like, you know what I'm not gonna do loving pause I had a lot of people saying don't go into this group project and then leave your own thing because what if it doesn't go right and you know what if I don't know there, and, and I totally get it because going into business with people is hairy you know yep. what I mean? oh, yeah. There's a lot of trust that goes into it. Um, but I, I, was careful and I made sure that we, I worked with our lawyer to write up our agreements, particularly with like the YouTube channel, which I sort of think of as my baby. Cause I'm, you know, I, I've made almost all of the con actually, I've made all the content on there, yeah. but I will say that in the end, I have been really happy with the decision to let go of my personal project and move into this group thing because yeah, bear with me here. Um, I was thinking about ants. And how ants are like these teeny, teeny, tiny little creatures, but like together, they are just amazing. Yes, right? <laughs> yeah. All stuff. And then I was thinking about, you know, all these dog trainers that I know. We have this one man business or one woman business, and it's just one little pocket. But I was like, what if we all came together? We all believe in the same style of dog training. Like, yeah. what if we all came together and we're like, no, we're just going <laughs> to stand as a force. And so I really started thinking about that. So when these ladies reached out to me and were like, Hey, we have this idea. To me, that was great because I really think that when you can, especially when it's something you're passionate about, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe not necessarily if you're just like, no, I want to make this product work, like do that on your own. But for a a, like passion project, something that's really, really important that my major goal is I would like to see this change in the world.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think that sometimes people are a little bit too, like this is mine, this is mine, um, where you actually can probably get to your goal faster if you are working with like-minded people. And if you're yes. like encouraging and and not necessarily, I think it takes a little bit of, um, well, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, we both do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. so it's a like, go-killer, yep. so you know, yep. like you cannot have an ego on the mats. And I do think that sometimes, and also there's like the, the sunk cost, fallacy, right? So I've invested so much time in my own little thing. I can't let it go. Yeah, I have really not regretted for a second, like letting go of my personal thing where I'm struggling, I'm doing everything Mm -hmm. and coming into this team where we have an accountant. Now, you know, we have a lawyer, like it's really nice that I don't have to go and research and write up my own legal documents to get releases for my videos. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is very nice. Same thing with the accounting. I don't like that part. Yeah business you know that wasn't fun for me so I think if I you talked about what advice would you have at some point so I think that my advice is don't be afraid to get help from other people and don't be afraid to like share with other people what you're doing or and get help and and get support and build a support network I think to me that has been like the most inspiring thing and I'm really happy that I did it
2: wow that's exciting (laughs) sounds like you got yourself a dog training startup that's really interesting yeah Good for you, man. Yeah, that's that's really exciting. Um, I feel like I'm gonna have to do a follow-up. First. There's so many questions I could go on about, but um, I'm gonna cut it for today. I'm gonna um, yeah, I'll cut the recording and then we can talk after if that's okay. Yeah,
1: absolutely. All right, I
2: really appreciate you coming on. Thank you.
1: No problem at all.